coming up on Sandlot Sports. We do our mock NFL draft, talk about the NBA playoffs, and try to discuss why the hate towards Russell Westbrook. Their basis, and and that's the point. Is like you yeah. you can you can make a good stew with some good seasoning. You know, put some red pepper flakes in there, put some chili sauce in there. But if you start just dousing your stew with like a whole entire bottle of hot sauce, Gosh. it's not going to not going to taste good at all. Welcome to Seeing Lot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I am here with Dorian Cody. What up? And BJ Thomas. I'm sorry if you hear Dorian's orgasms this week. <laughs> so we got we got some things to talk about, but I do want to want to mention something. So I, I know personally, and probably Dorian too, never been confused for Denzel Washington. But my jump shot was probably confused with Denzel Valentine's jump shot the other day. That was not a jump shot. He one-handed threw that shit at the rim. <laughs> that looked like me in seventh grade. <laughs> that was a solid representation of BJ Oak Park. Uh, I think you're on something there, buddy. But I, the thing is, is, I was much closer to the rim. <laughs> yeah. When, when I heard about it, I'm like, no, it can't be. And then I pulled up the YouTube clip. I'm like, oh, oh. And the announcers weren't even mad. They were just disappointed that he looked like Carlton Banks. The whole. <laughs> The whole world was stunned. I was stunned. Anybody that watched that game went, oh, no. <laughs> like, you're not Damian Lillard, and you are not Steph Curry. You got two more dribbles, son, before you shoot that <laughs> shot. Two more dribbles at least, and he Mr. Had, Valentine. And he had time. That's the funny part. He had time. When he went to one of those state schools up north. Well, yeah, he went to Michigan State, which mm-hmm. says it all right there. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, look. I'm light skinned with good hair. I can shoot this shot. <laughs> oh, goodness. Mm. He's, he's about to make it a dark skinned summer because of that shit like that right there. If he's not careful, I'll tell you. I have several friends living it up based on that jump shot alone. <laughs> oh, man. So, oh, so guys, yeah, so guys I, I know we're gonna, we'll get to the NBA later. Uh, the play-in tournament's about to start here in just a couple weeks, but it is draft time. It is NFL draft time. Um, and, and in a couple days, you're going to hear cliches like, he can really spin it. He has a motor. Um, NFL IQ or you know, football IQ, you'll hear all the cliches that don't mean a goddamn thing. And I don't recommend doing a drinking game based on my, Mel Kuyper's cliches because you will be drunk by pick 15. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it was last year, the year before that drinking game started stuff with Mel Kuyper. And I was like, you're just going to be drunk. Like, quickly. <laughs> just gonna be quickly. Drunk. <laughs> quickly. You won't know so, who got drafted. It'll be stuff you have to Google tomorrow. So I, I figured today, um, I guess this is probably the only time we can actually do this. We can do our own little mock draft and we'll, we'll see just how smart we are compared to people who get paid millions of dollars to do the same goddamn thing. Look, guys, we try to limit our gimmicks, but this might be our favorite gimmick. So we're going to so we're going to do this one we're, we're gonna beat this one to hell so yeah. <laughs> you're lucky we don't do two two shows a week you'd be getting this wednesday night too <laughs> exactly so I, I know it's not much but i did put together a quick little draft board for us give me a second <clears throat> so there we go so there there was our draft board um obviously you know those that are listening can't see it but you know we've got all the teams listed and a couple ground rules no trades in this because that just gets way too confusing and frankly it's late um, that was my whole draft strategy <laughs> <laughs> just trade the whole guy. Just just trade, trade the everything. whole damn thing. 
multiple second round picks, draft all linemen. And, and, <laughs> and, and so we're going to, we're going to do the order such that we are picking for our teams. So I get to, to play uh, Detroit GM for a night. Coincidentally, this makes G- Detroit have their best GM in years. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, AK. Good job, Adam. (laughs) Good job. I mean, like some of your competitions, Matt Millen, so don't like break your neck sucking yourself off over there. Like, calm down. Oh, shit. Oh, this is going to be a fun night. Yeah, that's the idea. Detroit GM since I was like in middle school. And you know what? I'll take it. I'll I'll take the money too. So, whoever drafted Barry Sanders, whoever just like fell into that crap, like how that's what happened. They were handed Barry Sanders. It's, It's like, the GM for the Bulls back in the early 80s. Um, yeah, I want I want that guard from North Carolina, Mike something. I don't know. He scores a bunch. <laughs> yeah, he scores a bunch. Give me that Give guy. <laughs> so, so, Dorian, um, your Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. <clears throat> I'll be this quick. For the 2021 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Jesus Lawrence from the University of Clemson. He I just cut our you just cut our audience in half by calling <laughs> that guy Jesus. Thanks. <laughs> I would say he looks like Jesus, but Jesus you, is a black guy. So you might have cut our audience down to zero because the atheists are pissed you're using Christian references. The Christian people are pissed you're calling some mortal Jesus. <laughs> Dorian, we don't have many listeners to start God with. Damn it, Dorian. Gosh. I mean, it worked for two more. Win. Shit. Call him Jesus. You, you tanked your whole season for the guy who looks like a character from a football movie. <laughs> Anyways, the Jets are up next. I'm picking for the Jets. And I'm not buying all this Trey Lance bullcrap or Mac Jones bullcrap. I'm sticking with Justin Fields. He's the second best quarterback in this draft, in my opinion. And the Jets desperately need a quarterback. Sorry, Justin Fields. Your future's screwed. You're going to the Jets. Okay, so that that means the 49ers are on the clock. And everyone says they need a quarterback. So my choices are the guy who hasn't played 20 games in FCS, the guy who has a boat ton of weapons that brings a tank to a knife fight, or the guy who hasn't beaten any any team that's won 10 wins. They all I sound am, the same guy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I am not taking a quarterback. I am actually taking Sewell from Oregon. Mm, so you're keeping Ooh. Jimmy G. I, I'm keeping Jimmy G for now. That's why I'm, you're only the best GM of the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> but here's, here's the deal. I'm, I'm keeping Jimmy G for now, and I'm going to work on a quarterback later, maybe in second, third, or fourth round. We're not doing this tonight, but I'm going to protect whatever quarterback I put back there because none of the quarterbacks that are available are worth a damn. Oh, I I, I agree. You got to protect them back there to even see what they're worth anyway. So, yep. good point. Dorian, Atlanta Falcons, how are you feeling? All right. Um, the Atlanta Falcons, thinking about I'm hearing trade rumors about them trading Julio Jones. I don't know what that's about. So, if you're going to trade Julio Jones, obviously what you're telling me is that you're going to find someone to replace him. So I'm going to go with Jerry Jones's uh, fetish, which is Kyle Pitts for the so University you, of Florida. You're going to replace one of the best receivers of the last 10 years, 15 years with a tight end. I mean, they're going to need somebody to throw the ball to. I mean, they got Calvin Ridley, so hey, they're going to need somebody else besides him. Mock drafts are great for me just to question your questionable decision. <laughs> I love this shit. <laughs> this is what I'm made for. So, <laughs> we can run this show till midnight. I don't give a shit. Oh, 
Oh, shit. This is going to be interesting. So that means the, the Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock. Um, we've got Joe, They've got Joe Burrow. They've got a decent offensive line. I, they need someone for him to throw to and might as well get his favorite receiver to, from two years ago, Jamar Chase. I like that pick. Yeah, that does make sense. The less uh, you have to work on communication and stuff like that, the better for a rookie receiver. So that would be helpful. So, BJ, who are you taking for um, three quarters quarterback? Oh, I mean, seriously, if I'm the Miami GM, I'm taking another quarterback because obviously <laughs> I only have 75% of a quarterback. <laughs> I, need, I need to come up with either a 100% quarterback or a really good 25% quarterback. Oh, man. I don't even know how to think about this stuff anymore. If I were Miami, though, I'd take the linebacker from, uh, where is he? Uh, get over there. Uh, Penn State. Micah Parsons? Micah Parsons, yes. Oh, yeah. And I, think, I, made, I think them adding to their defense might allow Tua to play the fourth quarter. And I, I made the joke about Mac Jones taking a, a tank to a knife fight. Well, I think that knife fight was what Micah Parsons was in because he, w- yeah. he was convicted of a couple knife fights when he was in school. So. Well, then he's the kind of guy you want on your defense. So <laughs> what is this? Necessary like roughness? It. You get the kar- the karate kid back there? Jer- Jerry Jones explained it best. We, there are not choir boys on this football field. <laughs> <laughs> if Dude, I'm telling you, if you already know this guy's like, I don't know how big Michael Parsons is, but I'm assuming he's probably around 250 pounds and he's probably about six, two or three. If you So you already see a guy that big who's trained to hit you and you know the son of a bitch might stab you after the game. You're going to approach it a little differently. I like it. Michael Parsons to the Dolphins. Let's go. Okay. So uh, for the Lions, um, I can't trade you know, and I can't get Sewell. I can't get Pitts. Or the, he wants the, you so bad. He wants <laughs> to trade back. He can taste it. I can, I can smell it from here. So with that in mind, uh, I got to get somebody for my somewhat decent quarterback to throw to. I'm getting Jalen Waddle from Alabama. I almost spit on my commuter. You said almost, you said almost decent quarterback. <laughs> yes. Mm. That's like that. That's like calling Sunny D orange juice. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I, see, and I just fucked up our orange juice sponsorship because I don't think orange juice is going to be like compared to Sunny D, and Sunny D is not going to want to be compared to orange juice. That's okay. Dwayne's already killed our, killed our audience anyway, so it's all good. Mm. <laughs> they said Jesus. Turn them off. Turn them off. <laughs> so the Carolina Panthers, we got them at what eight? They're at eight. All right. They got Sam Darnold though. They're good. Shit. I mean, um. I mean, let's just, let's willing to note that the second pick in the draft had to be a quarterback because Sam Darnold was there. <laughs> this is tough for me because it's like, do you draft another quarterback or do you at least try to give him a chance to protect him? So what I'm going to do is if I'm Matt Rule, I'm going to, because pretty much his ass is tied to freaking Sam Darnold. So I'm going to take the O-line guy, Rashawn Slater from Northwestern. That's a good pack. That's a, that's a really good pack. You Sam, gotta Darnold, Sam, Darnold, man. Sam Darnold is white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, you know, in all seriousness, if he was if he wasn't Sam Donald, if he was Rashawn Donald, would he have a yeah. second chance? Hell no. As a wide receiver, uh, no. Nah, well, he I don't think he'll have a shot at all. He'll, he'll probably be somebody's third string, or maybe playing like arena football or something. Honestly, Russian football. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, so I'm, another, I'm up with yeah, uh, with I'm the, up with, with Denver. Marcos. Yeah, yeah, another quarterback-starved team. 
Yeah, and they've got the weapons outside to to do something. And their defense, even if Von Miller isn't the Von Miller fold, it's pretty solid. So I think so with I'm, them, I'm looking at ahead. this list. No, I'm looking at this list. And am I? Are you going to keep the guy out west? Out west? Is that what you're about to tell me? That's what I'm about to tell you. Yeah, um, I was wondering. I was wondering. It seems like a regional pick because I I do not like Trey Lance. I don't like the fact that he didn't play at all. Well, he played you- one game last year. Yeah. It's crappy competition. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> no, well, and the Mac Jones um, selection is intriguing because if anybody knows how to take take advantage of Alabama weapons, it's Mac Jones. <laughs> right, right, but, right. And he's got Jerry Judy out there. But here's my deal: the Alabama quarterbacks have been historically terrible in the NFL. So even if Mac Jones hit, you missed on like a lottery shot. So like yeah. you should not be judged on that by and, and no GM should be judged on not picking Mac Jones. Yeah. So like that alone is enough for me to leave him right where he sits. So yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards uh, Zach Wilson because yep. he, he's got the arm to get it out to to the, those wide receivers. Absolutely. And real, realistically, you need somebody that can get out to him quick. I watched his pro day. That ball just, here's one for you, flies off his hand. Yeah. It just, yeah, there you go. There you go. I got one. Uh, Kuiperism. <laughs> Drink! Kuiperism. <laughs> yes. I didn't say he really spins it, though. <laughs> so bj you're up with your cowboys Uh-oh. oh no more <laughs> well i i mean i really hate to disappoint you but he made it here uh it, it's got to be um patrick certain the second i just don't see how it's it's either him or, or uh joe hornson and i think it's patrick certain see that that's disappointing that's what everybody says but it's really what we need we also need an edge rusher but in my opinion i feel like it's easier to find somebody that can give you time at edge rusher in the second third round without a problem yeah so I, yeah, I, I like, agree with that. I like a, a QB one in the first round. Hopefully it would be him. So, Dorian, you're up with the Giants. All right. Um, I was looking, I was thinking defense, but Daniel Jones, he needs another weapon to throw to, man. He, um, he needs a head to understand how to link the defense, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, issue. But um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with uh, Devontae Smith, man. Okay. Let him go and see what he can do. For them. maybe they can create some packages, keep them in the slot or something to keep Dorian. Yeses. Would you would you say I'm a skinny guy? You've you've known me for a long time. Well, I was in high school. Would you say I was a skinny guy in high school? Was yes. Yeah, I weighed more than him as a junior. Yeah, but also, to, well, it's difficult to say because it also depends on the coaching, right? Think about this. All right, you had like guys like uh, what was the guy like Darren Sproles, right? You also had guys like Percy Harvin. You had those those small. Well, Percy Harvin was a small, but he was short, right? So but Percy, you know, Har- Harvin, Percy Harvin was like built like a fire hydrant though. Like right, Percy right, Harvin. You know. Yeah. Like he's, we're talking about different guys. This guy's really, really thin. He has like AJ green legs. And if AJ's green legs had a body, right. they would be like Devonte Smith. <laughs> right. And see, but here's the thing though. The weight doesn't bother me because that can be fixed. You can put him in the weight room and say, you Some know, bulk up 15, 20 pounds. You know, not too much because you don't want to slow oh, him down. But, but look you, at him. His frame's not going to carry much more efficiently. He's a tiny yeah. guy. And and I guess my question is, are you are you worried about injury, about injury risk? Well, I mean, I've been in a couple car accidents, and the only ones that really scare me are the ones with the semis, the car-to-car accidents you can usually deal with. It's it's yeah. a it's a physics thing. Like something that weighs so much more than something else is going to hurt that much more. 
Yeah, that's called momentum. (laughs) Yes. Boxers can say that they feel two or three pound difference in a guy's weight. What do you think he's going to feel when it's 90 pounds? Yeah. But I see I see Devontae Smith more like a um, Deshaun Jackson, but with better hands. Right. That Then it runs better routes. Then he's not a first rounder. But the thing about it is, if you put him, well, I think that in the right frame, I mean, in, in the right scheme of things, I think that he could be successful. Do you really think that Jason Garrett's the right scheme for Devontae Smith? (laughs) Which that brings me to my point. Well, you know, it's nice. Does anybody on this panel give a shit? (laughs) No, we don't care what happens to the Giants. If they pick Devontae Smith and he busts, that's good for everybody here because none of us care. It's really good for me. It's really good for me because if I can see bubbles right over the Giants' head, like when they're drowning, I would love to see that. So if Devontae Smith's a bust, that's fine. I like the guy. He was absolutely fun to watch in the national championship game, but 45% of everything he did in that championship game was great play. Play calling by Steve Sarkeesian. Yeah. yeah. And you Sarkeesian, go from Sark to Jason Garrett. Sarkeesian kept hands off him. It made it impossible yeah. for him to be touched until he was past the line of scrimmage. They couldn't yeah. jam him. Is somebody, is he the kind of guy that you game play game plan for like that? If not, you're going to turn him into like a Randall Cobb where he gets like two plays a series. Yeah. That's good. And, Rand, and Randall Cobb's got the weight to go over the middle. I'm not sure Devontae Smith does. That's what scares me. Are you going to limit him to an outside guy who can't cross the middle? Those guys don't get paid much and they sure as hell aren't first rounders. Right. Exactly. Well, but like uh, AK said, like he he's gonna have they're, they're gonna have to address his weight. At least he's got to come up to at least one eighty. Dorian, you've been playing sports long enough to know some people can't carry that weight, and some people aren't gonna gain it. He's that way for a reason. Yeah. You don't think he's been lifting weight at Alabama? Yeah. I, I'm, Damn, I'm just saying. It, his 166 pounds makes me nervous. Yeah. We're getting into like, who else is that small that was successful? Now, and I, I will say this. It comes with a caveat. The 166 is low. Now, could it be closer to like 171, 172? Because these, these guys shed weight when it comes to the combine. I mean, they, they will just chug gallons of water. He Why? looked like Pat White. And, you know, he oh, had a, yeah. He looks like Pat White. Pat White was what, 6'3", 188? Somewhere I don't know. I just remember him looking like a number uh, a number two pencil when they wore their yellow jerseys. That's all I remember. And <laughs> I just remember that he played for Miami for like a season and then disappeared. Look, man, this is a game of collisions. I'm sure both of them, if they worked on their skills, could be good at basketball. Great at basketball, maybe even. This is a game of collisions. Like, he weighs 50 pounds less than me. Me? Who am I? <laughs> like, and I'm just saying, like, he's going to come across the middle and deal with a 250-pound linebacker. Man, they will end his shit. I think, um, well, if it was – so so what scheme can you run for him? Would you put him in the outside? Would you put him in the slot? Do, like, a more like a Julian Element type? Okay. Well, I, I think I think I smell gadget. I smell no. moving him everywhere, all over the place, backfield, slot, outside. He's going to have to be moved, and he's going to have to be off the line of scrimmage so people can't jam him. Because any any cornerback that made it to the NFL is going to jam the shit out of a 166 pound receiver. Oh, here's yeah. a, here's a comp for you: Reggie Bush's rookie year when when Sean Payton moved him around at, at wide receiver, running back, at, at even off the line. I think that's the comp for him. And again, we, we've talked about this before. Reggie Bush was really good his rookie year. Sheldon Brown ended his career, but he was really good that rookie year. And I think that that might be the comp for for Devontae Smith. It is not uncommon for NFL players to want to teach these people lessons. These flashy ball handlers, they would love to teach you a lesson. It's kind of their job. So like if they get a chance to, they're going to sit you down for a couple of weeks if they can. Mm -hmm. And in some cases, it could alter the way you live your life. Oh, easily. 
Easily. I mean, what happens if Devontae Smith comes across Vontez Perfect if he ever makes it back in the league for any good oh. reason? Oh, Golly. <laughs> and, and I would hate this. Like, if Devontae Smith were to hear this, I would feel bad. But, like, I'm not knocking his skill or ability by any imagination. I worry about his physical build only. Fair enough. So, with that in mind, BJ, do you want to pick for the Eagles? I know you're. Oh, I don't give a fuck about the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um, if they're going to stick with um, Jalen Hurts, which I'm hearing is kind of iffy, do they go with another quarterback from North Dakota State? Because I don't see Frank Reich, around, Frank Reich around anywhere. I think they need offensive line. Their offensive line's aging. It's been injured the past couple of years. I have a good friend that would agree with that. And I'm going to go with uh, the guard from USC. Avera Tucker. Yeah. They need, they need interior help. They haven't been able to run the football the past couple of years. Fair enough. Um, for the Chargers, I, I like where their offense is going. I, I, I like Bear. I mean, I hope he he matures where he can go. They need help on defense. Uh, realistically, they need help for uh, Bosa. And so how do you get help for Bosa? Put some help in the middle of the line. So I'm going um, Bay, uh, Baymore from Alabama. All right. Or Baymore. So Dorian, you're up for the Vikings. All right. This might be a um, this might be a shocker, or maybe not. Um, all right, you can go with defense. You can go with different things. Um, I'm gonna say that. I don't know if um, the Vikings' current quarterback, Kirk Cousins, is their answer. Are you so, sure? Are you sure? Okay. Well, I'm pretty, I'll, sure, I'll, pretty sure Kirk's the answer. I'm pretty sure Kirk's the answer above Trey Lancer and Mac Jones. To the rest of the <laughs> to the rest of the <laughs> NFC North's dreams. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I want to go out on a limb and I'm going to take Trey Lance from North Dakota State to the Vikings. I'm just glad he's off the board, so I don't have to keep jumping over him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, the the stat I heard about Lance was that Bill Polisaris had a thing of I need a quarterback that started twenty games in college. That that was always his thing. Mm-hmm. He started nineteen. Nineteen in FCS. And that, that just scares the hell out of me. Yeah. So uh, that's why I'm saying the hell away from him. Yeah. Well, at least, uh, well, at least if he, he trade going to the Vikings, what Kirk Cousins probably did like what no two years he could sit, learn. I don't know how much he'll learn, but at least he won't have to start right away. He'll kind of get some time under his belt and see where he goes. Learn. It's not like he's Aaron Rodgers backing up Brett Favre. He's backing up Kirk Cousins. <laughs> the dude's gonna throw one pick six and he's gonna be benched. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit. I mean, if if that is the case, I mean, God help Trey Lance or whoever. But I mean, again, it's a it's just a project thing because again, I don't I don't think uh, he's he has long to be in the league. Kirk Cousins, what is he like? What thirty seven? What is thirty seven? Thirty eight? He ain't that old? No, he's not that. He was he's picked like the same year. That, he's like twenty nine, thirty. He was picked the same year that OG three was. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Kirk Cousins really? not better out that long. Yep. Yep. He was a six round draft pick when RG three was picked. Don't oh, question. Shit. Don't question Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, damn, he seemed older than that. But. Well, is he seems older than that because he's he's just kind of popped up here and there. Yeah. You know, we, we remember his you like that from when he played for Washington and as BJ has called it the most white man move ever. <laughs> that, that, I'm telling you, if if you don't if you don't cringe, if you don't cringe when you hear that clip, I bet you don't bob your head when Stevie Wonder comes on either. <laughs> <laughs> Like that. Like that. What? He's a motivational guy. Easy there, Saltine. Calm down. <laughs> <sighs> oh man. All right, BJ, you're up. I you're just 
I'm just saying this from everything I've read, this pick is not happening. The Patriots will not be here in this shape or form. So that being said, if they're still here and they have Cam Newton and they have not made a move for Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm telling, I'm saying they'd go for Kyle Trask from Florida. He's got a history of picking Florida guys and Kyle Trask is as much a gamble as Mac Jones would be. I agree with that. And my only thing with that is you can get Trask in the second round. And that's why I don't think they're going to be here. Yeah. I think, I think they'll get Trask later, but I think that's the pick for the Patriots. I can see that they, they make their first round draft pick Kyle Trask, but they, they do it in a way that they trade down and do roundabout way. Yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. Where they get multiple picks and they get them later, maybe at the end of the first or beginning of second, something like that. Yeah. And I forget who's, said it it was one talking here in ESPN that they said that if you're going to draft a quarterback you want to do it in the first round and they actually had a point is and if you draft them after the second round their contracts are standard at four years. If you draft them in the first round, you get a fifth year option. That's part of the CBA. So look for teams if they're if there's a quarterback that they want to get in the second round to move up into the first, like they did, like Baltimore did with Lamar Jackson, because you get that right, extra year is, on his rookie contract. Is that worth it to you though? Like, would you skip over a player who may be, if you're a team with multiple needs, would you skip over a player that you knew was good just to come up? I don't know. I'm just I don't like that philosophy. I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around it. Well, it depends. It depends on what you're giving up and where you're moving up from. So if you're moving up from like late second round into the, the late first round, you got to give up a lot. I don't think it's worth it. I think if you're moving up from like 30 Eight spots. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Or, yeah, yeah. That's different. But there's always a price to come back into the first round. You're going to pay a premium. Yes. I mean, they basically have a chart where all the picks are slotted. Isn't that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jimmy yes. Johnson made that chart. I mean, Jimmy Johnson made a lot of things. Three Super Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, three if you can call it the one that, that Switzer took from him I do count the one that Switzer took from him <laughs> just like Tony Dungy's a, a two-time Super Bowl winner oh and, and you know John Gruden's a zero-time Super Bowl winner yes he is a uh, Super Bowl stealer you know like the guys that drive the subway trains like it's they're kind of working but not really <laughs> it's like the, the monorail drivers at, at Disney you don't really have a job but just to you be do a warm something. body there. <laughs> uh, you're just making us comfortable you're making us feel like somebody's th- like you're in control thank you for doing that uh, yeah I I've had it on word from somebody that worked at Disney is that the monorail drivers actually don't do anything, but they are, they are there to be a warm body. So when people come onto the monorail and they hear a human voice, they feel comforted and walking onto the monorail. That's their entire job. I knew it. I knew it. um, Tell you, I I broke myself. (laughs) Adam, the Cardinals. What are you thinking about the Cardinals at pick 17? Uh, I'm thinking they, they need some defense, but they also need some help for Kyler because the, that offense is just, he needs help. And I was looking at the running back, and I, I don't even know who the hell this is. Chase Edmonds? Who the hell is Chase Edmonds? Anybody know? Uh, he was putting some fantasy points up towards the end of the year. By the way, I'm just going to put this out for here for our listeners, too. We're going to do a fantasy football league this year, and we're going to force Adam to draft fantasy football. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be great. Adam, look at him. He's, like, already uncomfortable. He said, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> okay, so I'm looking at I'm looking at your, your fantasy boy here, and the most yards he ever put up was against Miami. He put up 70 yards. How many touchdowns? He, he had a couple, couple touchdown games, didn't he? Am I crazy? He had one rushing touchdown the entire season. Hell yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, no, Ken, it was Kenyon Drake who came over from Miami and started cleaning up for the Cardinals. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wasn't that the case? Yeah. I, yes, that sounds about right. Earlier in the season. And then he got hurt, and then Edmund filled in for him, which is how he got on my fantasy radar. And yeah. then Qu- 
quickly off of it when you stayed in the waiver wire. For so, I mean, with that in mind, I'm going between ETN and Collins from Tulsa. Watching Collins play against UCF now was UCF, so take that with a grain of salt. He was nasty. He was what nasty you, the entire game. What are you saying about Najee Harris right now without saying anything about Najee Harris? That Travis Etienne is a better quarter, better running back. Mm, okay. just wanted you to say it. I didn't want you to insinuate it. <laughs> no, I don't flat out say it. I say it. I think I think ETN has a um, higher top speed. Now Harris can take can take a punch better than ETN, um, mm-hmm. but I think ETN's going to be a, a better overall back. Fair enough. I, and kind of talking myself into it, I, I'm going to pick Collins from Tulsa okay. again. W- watching him play against UCF and a couple of the other American games, that man can man can dominate a, a line. So all right, the Raiders, Dorian. What do you think about the Raiders at 18? Your thoughts? The Raiders. The Raiders. Um, they need help. Thing. What do I start? They need help on the offensive line. Um, they need help on offense, on defense, special mm-hmm. teams, coaching, <laughs> quarterback. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna go with because what happens? I was watching their defense, like that game that they played against the Bucks, and like they had no answer for. I think it was Ronald Jones was running like wild against them. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa from Notre oh, the Dame. Guy, the guy from Notre Dame? I am so yeah. proud of you. I would not have tried that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go with Jeremiah. I'm going to go <laughs> with the Dome. linebacker from Notre Dame. <laughs> hey, if I'm him, I'm trademarking everything that said J-O-K. J-O-K, baby. <laughs> I like that. The Dolphins again. Dolphins Ugh. again. Ugh. Ugh. Well, I fixed their defense, hopefully. Um, I mean, <laughs> the the uh, offensive lineman from Virginia Tech still on the board. Is it Garrison? Is that his name? Garrison. I think I'm going to take him. I'm trying to keep two in the game. And I think by adding to a, a solid offensive line, uh, I've improved both lines now, defensive and offensive. I think we're giving the Dolphins uh, some solid people to help for in the future here. Hopefully this year. Maybe. So for the Washington football team, um, <laughs> not, I don't know what their name is going to be, whether it's Washington football team, whether it's the Washington Sentinels, which is my my vote. Their offense needs help, but they, they need to figure out their quarterback situation first. And I think I don't like Mac Jones. I don't like Davis Miller, Mills. Sure as hell don't like Kevin Mott, especially in the first round. I, I'm going to go defense. Um, they've got Chase Young. On one, on one side, I think you, you put the rival on the other. I, I think you put Quiddy Pay opposite Chase Young, and you just let the opposing offenses try to figure it out. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bears, Dorian. The Bears. Um, all right. So they got the redhead rocket, right? Hell so yeah. <laughs> so he's going to need someone, in my opinion, to throw to, right? So I'm going to take Kadarius Tony for University of Florida. Why'd you curse him to such a, 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 a fate? That's just terrible. Do you just hate people from the University of Florida? He hates Apparently. <laughs> Anybody he makes predictions about, I just assume it's hate based. From Florida? You may got you may have Man, a point. Y'all need a friend request Dorian on Facebook and see how his friends tear him up when he starts predicting shit. <laughs> no, not when Dorian does it's when Dorian Dominus does it. Yeah, he's oh, okay. a jerk. <laughs> 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 I don't know oh, if I've ever been angry at you, Dorian, but if you try predicting <laughs> cowboy games this year, ooh, ooh. Oh, I mean, I may have some things in mind. Don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. Just because your team's going to be out of everything by week hey, four. I don't want to hear this. Dak shit. already broke his ankle last year. Don't, don't curse him again. <laughs> 
Jerry replaced it with um a robotic prosthesis. He's a he's part robot robot now. We're good. <laughs> Dak the cyborg. Robot. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, the you guys ever see you ever see the sixth man where they had um clones out there playing football? I think that's what they were just like one people out there. No, that's crazy. Yep. That'd be weird though. Just break them and make another one. <laughs> wow, that sounds like something Jerry Jones is like already researching. <laughs> How can I make another Dak without the attitude? He, he broke his leg. Well, he'll be out yeah. next week. How? Don't worry about it. I need him to not be so uppity. How can I make that happen? <laughs> Those words have been said in that building. Promise. Um, Multiple times. times. <laughs> Why do you think Don Terry Poe got traded two weeks after he dropped down on a knee? Yep. All right. Um, let's see here. I am responsible for the Colts, another franchise I don't give one flying shit about. So, uh, uh, how can I sabotage it? Let me see. Oh, what are they doing for quarterback? Let me pull. I, I know they just can. You, did they yeah. get um the the guy from Philly? Oh, that dumpster fire. <laughs> the only thing that scares me is is he's back with Frank Wright, and I don't know. They say one man's trash is another man's treasure, so like maybe that's a thing. Well, if there's anything I know about Carson Wentz, you can't let anybody touch him. So with that being said, where we got a, on the offensive line over here? We got Tevin we got Jenkins, Eckenberg, and we also got no, a couple guards specifically. Leatherwood from from Alabama. Hey man, an Alabama offensive lineman signed me up. If he's available, and that's that's what they need is they need to keep Carson Wentz protected because he led the league in fumbles last year, didn't he? At the quarterback <laughs> position, and he didn't even play all the games. I know that's that's superior effort. It's a maximum <laughs> effort, as Deadpool will say. I'm just mad he's not going to be at the in the uh, Philadelphia to do that for me twice a year now. Matter of fact, I think uh, he helped my fantasy defense. A couple times last year. I'm sure it was nice. Adam, so I, how do you feel about the Titans at 22? Uh, I, I I don't like Tannehill, but I like him better than what's left. They don't need a running back. <laughs> <laughs> so just to let you know, our dumpster juice pile of quarterbacks is Mac Jones, Davis Mills, and Kellen Mond from Texas A&M. That's who we're saying is not worth first round pick. <laughs> which means one of those three quarterbacks will probably be a pro bowl in the next three years from a third round pick or something. Well, and that's the point getting, getting them in the third round is a hell of a lot better than getting them in the first round. If you, hit on a third round quarterback great good for you you're a smart gm if you pick davis mills in the first round you're just you know waiting to be unemployed that's why i don't i that's what i was trying to get at why i didn't like that whole theory of like either get him in the first round or just you know don't i don't like it again it depends it it depends on like you said where what you have to give up to get up there yeah because i don't like giving up much for quarterbacks because so few of them pan out yeah I mean, if you're a team like the Giants who, you know, who are picking high, you, yes, I would pick a quarterback because Daniel Jones is trash. But, you know, other than that, you know, if, if you're, if you're picking lower in the second round, just kind of deal with it. You think our fans like our caveman assessment of people like dumpster juice and trash? <laughs> this guy's trash. Yes. This guy's whole family. I, I will say this. I've, I, I've talked to a couple of our fans and that's actually the, ver- the words they use. So yes. Dumpster and- juice. Yeah. <laughs> Dumpster fire, trash, trash, dumpster juice, (laughs) black hole of joy. (laughs) Tennessee Titans, Adam. Tennessee Titans. I'm sorry, I keep sidetracking us. It's fantastic. That's that's kind that's kind of the point. They need they need a couple of wide receiver, but again, Tannehill can only do so much anyways i really i kind of want to want to pick the the defensive end from miami 
Uh, Phillips, mm-hmm. because you can you can never have too many good defensive ends. No, and I'm telling you, that's just going to add to a defense that's already a problem. Yeah, that's a good pick, like Dorian. Haha, you get to pick for the Jets now. Nobody cares. <laughs> oh shit. Um. All right. So you know, I'm gonna do Robert Salah. Favor. <laughs> I was about to say, is there anybody you hate? (laughs) (laughs) Good time to pick them now. (laughs) Uh, I really hate, but I'm thinking of the defensive side. I know they're definitely going to want to improve on that. I can see them going after – can you go over where the outside linebackers are? Yeah. All right. Let's go with – Ooh, I'm thinking of who their wide. No, I'm thinking of who their cornerbacks are. You know what? Screw it. I'm going with JC Horn from South Carolina. Look, the Jets GM has like the easiest job in the world. They fucking need everything. So like, as long as <laughs> as long as he picks the best player available every pick, he's gonna be like, he'll get like a high draft rating. People be like talking about how great he is for the next couple of weeks. He might even get like a better job. He might be able to go to like the Lions and suffer slightly less. You know, I don't know. He might. It could be a good draft for him if he just doesn't mess it up. This is something he doesn't have to think about. He could probably look at somebody's mock draft and pick that way and be just fine. Yeah. <laughs> I liked your JC Horn. I was going to put him with the Steelers, to be honest with you. I figured him and Minka Fitzpatrick and that solid defense would have been a real problem for the AFC North and probably the whole conference, to be honest with you. Yes. Um, don't we need to start thinking about Ben? Like, he's got to be on his way out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you think, think about the other good quarterbacks that were drafted when he was Eli. And Philip Rivers, both of them have retired. Ben is a, a physical freak, though. Yeah, but uh, how many more years as, does he have? Yeah, I don't. He's taking a lot of punishment, and and I'll tell you, man, a quarterback tearing his elbow up. I don't like that. I don't like that. It's not a baseball, but, man. A baseball yeah. is is so light compared to a football. Here, here's the question, though: Do you pick to replace Ben, or do you pick to replace to replace the protections of Ben's replacement? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to go to quarterback. I don't even know if this is a draft that's good enough for the Steelers to go quarterback. Um, I'm going to stick with my cornerback pick, my cornerback pick, and go Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech. Oh. I feel that's going to give them a crazy secondary on a very strong defense. And hopefully their offense can do enough. They got Chase Claypool. I don't know how has anybody seen any video of Ben throwing the football or heard anything about it? Like I haven't heard anything about, you know, that concerns me when somebody's improving, when they come out, you usually see some kind of video of him out there throwing the football to show you that, Hey, I can still like function. That's pretty common. Now maybe he's one of the older style football players and you're not going to see that out of him. It just seems weird. To me. He's like, probably hitting up some girl and at the, at the bar. So I wouldn't really put much stock on that bar, bar bathroom. Is that what you said? Yes. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Some people like to shoot fish in a barrel. That's sketchy as fuck. So we're doing you're up with your with your jack with your jaguars. So thinking we need to definitely protect Jesus. Um I said <laughs> 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 but nice if you'd done that two thousand years ago, we wouldn't be waiting on his punk. Yeah, he, just, <laughs> don't betray him. <laughs> This podcast is going to catch fire. <laughs> hey, can you score down for me? Yeah. Oh, look at the offensive tackles. Yeah, let me get over there. Yes. We're going to go with the big cowboy, Tevin Jenkins, to protect Earl Lawrence. He's a, they say he's a big hog molly of a guy. I'm not going to call him a big ugly because that's just mean and enjoying not getting my face punched in. Yeah. <laughs> you can't pick when to be mean. Either you're going to do it when you have the chance to do it or you're going to not do it at all. That's, I'm telling you, I'm speaking from experience. Just be consistent. Jeez. Yeah. 
So I, I guess I, I guess I got the Browns next. Um, do you care? Not particularly. I mean, we gotta. We kind of got to do though, because like if you can put a good pick in here for the Browns, like it could be a playoff changer. Like a, well, you know what? I, like a, it could be a game changer for them. They're a, a player or two away from being a problem. And, th- and that's my thing. I mean, the, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of Baker, but he's competent. They are fun to watch. They are fun to watch. I love Nick Chubb. Love Nick Chubb. Love I love uh Kareem Hunt too. Yes. Yeah. Not not a big fan of, of OBJ, but he's he's there. He's nope. Trade him, keep Jarvis Landry. Jarvis yes. Landry is a beast. He's one of those guys that has that like motor that doesn't stop that I love so much. No, another uh, Kuiperism, by the way. But he's he's not white, so I'm not sure if that applies. Look, man, I watched a lot of draft. I try to get that I try to get that talk out of my vocabulary. I don't like it either. But damn it. Yeah. He's accurate. That's the thing, though. I mean, Jarvis Landry, Peoples Jones. Peoples Jones is not horrible. He's he's a great number two, and and with Landry there, that's fine. You got you got your number one. You got your number two. They need help on defense, um, especially watching that Ravens game last year where Lamar just ate them alive. Um, so I'm picking the defensive tackle from Washington. Oh, now, I'm not even okay. going to try to pronounce his name or Conway or whatever. I don't know, but they, that's that's where I think they need help. I think the offense. Is going to improve just naturally. I think they need help on defense, and then on Zerkley. Sure, we'll go with I that. I tried it. I went for it. <laughs> I went for it. I'll pick for the Ravens. They already got a good running back. So, VJ, you're on the clock with for Baltimore. Boy, that went silent. That went silent. You were real loud about that a while ago. Now that it's coming true, we're all like, "He's a pretty good running back." <laughs> um, man. Their defense is pretty solid. I mean, I guess you got to go best available at the line positions, in my opinion, if the Ravens. So uh, I'm going to go with Ronnie Perkins, defensive end out of Oklahoma. And, and I think that's a good pick. Again, you win on defense. Defense wins championships. I know that's a cliche but it's true. See, the problem is here is a lot. We're picking a lot of things that we think people actually need, and they may have other plans to acquire these things. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Well, and that's the thing I know um, with the NBA, I believe free agency is before the draft and the NFL, the draft is before free agency, but I, I figure which was which, but one of them is like that way. So yeah, teams could be going, well, we can get this guy in free agency. So, or this position of free agency, let's not worry about the draft or vice versa. But again, we, we don't, we're not looking at their salary cap. We're not looking at, nope. you know, what, what are they going to potentially do down the line? And again, we're also not looking at trades. Hey, could they trade down and get this guy later on? Can, can they fill this position? You know, because is the next guy 5% less, but I can get more assets. We're not looking at that because frankly, we don't have all night. <laughs> um, or, or those resources either. Yeah. To, to come up with that kind of plan, like to analyze all the 32 teams, it would be great to do that. Oh, it, it, it would be fun. It, the nerd in me just would love to do that. Yes. I ain't got that kind of time. From what I'm seeing <laughs> on our list tonight, I feel like we neglected the safety spot for sure. No, we didn't because I was about to pick um, Trevon Moyne for the Saints. Well, 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 there we go. Yeah. There's that. Because I think I think they've got a quarterback you know, with Jameis. I think he'll be competent. And we don't know what he's like when he can see, but I think Michael Lewis is good. Not Michael Lewis. Um, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. They used to have Michael Lewis. Well, um, and what, what, yes, they did. And But he's okay when his head's screwed on straight. Towards the end of the season there, when he was getting in Twitter battles, he looked shook a couple times. Is that the, the Kevin Durant syndrome? I don't. I don't think Twitter was a good thing for professional athletes, in my opinion. No. I don't think it's good. I don't think – I'm starting to think social media is a bad idea for everybody. Yes, 100%. The, yes. the internet should have been used for fact-checking and 
learning and education and communicating with people but um as far as i don't really give a shit about what you're doing today nor does anybody else no. and the, the fact that you think somebody else should is a real problem right. you know, and the fact that you can use the internet to spread that it's child abuse for your child to wear a mask outside oh is... my customers were talking about that today this is what the people the village is getting pumped in their damn head yeah like she, wow. and, she, and thankfully we were with some sane humans they're like what kind of world are we living in where people on the news they used quotes were um are telling you that it's uh, wearing a mask or having your child vaccinated is tantamount to child abuse. Like, what is? It's crazy. Yeah, I, I would love to see somebody, anybody, walk up to another person and say, "Hey, can you take out that article of clothing?" Because th that's what that person was advocating. Was advocating walking up to somebody and saying, "Take out that article of clothing." Now it's a mask, but that—that's what he was saying. Is wow. your your article of clothing offends me? Take it off. You no, know, the problem is, is Tucker Carlson's never properly had his ass beat. That's what the problem is. <laughs> <laughs> his parents skip the opportunity the kids in high school skip the opportunity and all the adults he's ever run into skip the opportunity back to the draft back to the draft <laughs> fuck tucker back to the draft fuck <laughs> carlson anyways um dorian i think you're up for the for the packers yes so i'm torn man because the packers they need what well, they need a cornerback and they need someone on that O line. So, <laughs> yeah, it was a catch. Um, so I'm going to go with Creed Humphrey. He's the OG. He's not on there. That's the song. He's not not here. Hold on. Because you know, just let everyone know kind of what's going on. I made a, a draft chart an hour before taping, so <laughs> it may be missing somebody. <laughs> Don't let him sell. He did a good job, guys. He did a really good job. Don't let him sell himself short. We didn't get to run through any of this. We're just kind of going through it with you together all at the same time tonight. Which is really how why these things are fun. Um, um, you said he said he's an offensive guard. Uh, yeah, he was a offensive guard. If he's not on there, then I don't know if he went to school or not. Adam, anything like Adam that. deemed him not worthy to be on the list, dude. I, all I did, I took the top ten <laughs> at each position from ESPN, and he ain't even there. So. <laughs> Well, Adam just said, uh, "What the hell are you talking about?" That's what he's getting at. <laughs> that's pretty much. But he's, uh, he's, so he's Dorian would be would be great a great GM for the Jets because he has no idea what the hell he's talking about, and they just pay him a bunch of money to just pick. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a nice game, though. Well, well since he's not on there, then I'll go with the cornerback. I'll go with um, uh, scroll down. I'll go with Asante Samuel from Florida State. For the Packers, little small, but so was his dad, and his dad was a beast. Dad was amazing in college amazing. and in the pros. Amazing! Didn't he cause a lot of fumbles? He had a gimmick. Asante did something like he was known for. He he um, was really good with his hands. Like he was a really good, really really good. Pass maybe it, was, it might be the picks. It might be the picks. That's what it is. You're giving me the Buffalo Bills. I am team, giving the Buffalo a Bills. team that I kind of side eye because of my hometown ties and whatnot. <laughs> um, man, they could really use a running back, couldn't they? They got they, got a bunch of bit players. Got a bunch of bit players. Najee Harris off the board. Come on in. Okay. I like him better. He's he's a little bit more. I feel he's a touch more traditional than Travis Etienne. And Etienne well, is the new like Swiss Army back. Well, and I will say this. When I was picking for Arizona and I was looking at Etienne and, uh, and you know, obviously passed on him, I was looking at a better fit for Arizona. Okay. That, that's a more spread offense. And also they play in warmer climate. For, for Buffalo, you're playing eight home games in a frozen you know i don't want to say frozen yep. tundra because that's green bay but in just 
cold ass, beat the hell out of you weather. And if you've got a home playoff game, you want a battering ram back there. And that, that's what Najee Harris is. That area is the snow capital of the Northeast, believe it or yeah. not. So um, they get that lake effect snow. So anybody that can do that late in the season on their home field to go in there and effectively run the football, I think that would be huge. And I, I felt like there was a bit of a, a talent gap from all their other positions to running back. I think this would help clean that up a little bit. I agree. I think I think it's a really really good pick. So for Baltimore, um, that's who I've got next. Who did I have them? I didn't think they had another pick. Looking, 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 looking. Yes. Oh wait. No, I don't think so. Yeah, oh, I had I had the the lineman. You had Ronnie Perkins from Oklahoma. Ah uh, yes, a, defensive yes. end. Yep, edge rusher. So so we're taking care of our defense. Um, they need a quarterback, but I, again, I don't like the quarterbacks that we have left over Lamar Jackson. I think he 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 needs to mature as an actual quarterback. And I think he'll be fine. Uh, I'm I'm going to go defensive tackle. I'm going to go the McNeil from from NC State. So we just made a decent defense more solid. Yep. Ah, uh, that's dangerous. Yep. So basically, you've got a a team that loves to run the ball and play and, defense. And play defense. Sounds like a recipe for playoff football. Pretty much. All right. Dorian, you get the Super Bowl champs, you front runner. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I apologize. You're not a front runner. You're a Jags fan. You don't know what the hell a front runner is. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, he does. It's the people uh, front in front of him. So he's staring at about 28 butt cracks a year. That's fine. Jesus is going to make everything right. So I'm not worried. Why about do you it. keep saying Jesus, man? You're dividing our audience. <laughs> they're, they're both leaving. Like nobody's staying because of this. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait. To so this guy comes in here and he what if he's Tebow? What if he's all preacher and no football player? <laughs> you know what? While you're fucking joking, it's it's people's mind, including hey, Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you think he's gonna charge 50 grand to talk at a church like Tebow did? I don't you know what he, he doesn't he seems okay. Just, let me ask you let me ask quickly, quickly, quickly. Mm-hmm. How Jesus like is that? Which is not. Well, okay. There there there's a there's a difference. How Jesus like is it or how Christian like is it? It's super fucking Christian. <laughs> it's, it's super fucking Christian to get some to get some tax free money for some bullshit. Super fucking Christian. Christ-like? Not Christ-like. There are very, there's a very, very tiny percentage of Christians that live like Christ. You're actually on something there. Yeah. Yeah. And they're usually um, the ones that are about to die. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Lord, protect me from your followers. <laughs> right. right. All right. So for the Buccaneers. NFL draft uh, with pockets of atheism. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm going to go with I'm going to go defense, man, and I'm going to go with Gregory Rousseau from Miami. Oh, I see him. I see him. Fourth defensive end. Okay, I was trying to help you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so many names up here. Um, I saw a little thing on him. Pretty damn athletic. Pretty damn athletic. Keep him in the home state. All he's got to do is drive across the state, across the swamp, go to Tampa. And, and there is something to you know playing your playing professionally in the state where you went to college. And I know oh, yeah. they used to do it back in the day, but there, there's something to that because if, if you're from, if you're from the state, which I don't know if he is or not, and you go to go to college in the state and then you get drafted by a, a team in that state, there's just something to that from a, from a mindset perspective. And then for some people, it doesn't work period. Like some people should leave their home area. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I don't know. I feel like it's a pride thing. You've been prideful of that area since you were like six years old. So like, yeah, I can see that. A little extra motivation. Probably cheaper to get the family to the games than if you were playing in Detroit, that's for sure. 
Oh yeah. Not yeah. to mention, would your family want to come see you at a shitty football stadium like Detroit? No. <laughs> you feel better, Dorian. It's just not your shitty Jaguars. <laughs> so what? What I'm going to do is I'm going to actually hold us accountable. You know, look. Imagine that I'm going to post this on our Facebook page uh, once once we post this you know, this episode. And obviously, it's not going to be what everyone picks because we're actually picking p- for need and understand what the game is, and we're not picking five quarterbacks in the first nine picks. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I think it'll be nice to to see how these guys actually pan out maybe next year. Yeah. Yeah. I really, the two I'm focusing on are the Patriots working somehow to get Kyle Trask. These, I'm just talking about my, my the two picks that I'm looking at here. In the Eagles, uh, Elijah Vieira Tucker. I really think they need that interior help, and I think that's going to be a good pick for them. Now, I'm not up to date on everybody's schemes and college schemes, so it might not be, be Vieira Tucker, but they're going to, I feel like they're getting one of the top two guards in that position. It's yeah, just, any, uh, it's a position that's wearing down for them. Anytime that you can get a top two pick of any offensive line position, you're doing something right. And that's why. Going back up to to you know pick seven and eight, uh, Dorian, I I will say this: I kind of panicked, and you know I I, I like the Waddle pick from for Detroit, but but realizing that Slater was on the still on the board, I, I just missed him, and you caught him. Um, I think that's who Detroit should get in, in that situation. I still like the Jalen Waddle pick, especially the just giving Goff someone to throw throw to, especially since since he lost Galloway. But in the Slater pick, I think is a really really solid pick for them. You might be begging for Mac Jones by week six. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, no, no, no. They have both they have Jake Rudock back there. So, you know, <laughs> both of you. <laughs> Little Jesus sunshine boy. He might not, he might not have it in him. He'll be fine. I hope he is for your sake. He is. He'll, he'll, he'll be fine. Again, you can't get much worse. Right. Hey, like, what are you going to do? Like, exactly. What, hey, get this. What happens if we're we're doing a thought experiment here? What happens if Sunshine gets injured? Gardner Minshew comes out and plays his like plays out of his mind with a new offense, new draft picks, new team. Like, what would you do? What would the and Jaguars you, do? This would be so fun for me to watch. You know what? But I'll say this right. So the thing is, it's not like Jaguar fans hate uh, Minshew. Like, like Minshew. I mean, due to the fact where dude, you're going to run him off like he stole money. From you, yes, you do hate him. No, we don't hate him. It's just a matter of, I mean, let's just keep it real. Like, he's gonna get a Super Bowl ring backing up the Chiefs quarterback. (laughs) I mean, that's possible. No, no, no. I, I I think that wherever <laughs> go, he said that possible is like two of the most terrible things I could have said. Tonight. <laughs> he is terrified. You are going to have high blood pressure until like Friday night until it's all over with. <laughs> no, my, no, honestly, uh, my, my, my main thing is this, right? It's just with Trevor Lawrence, it's just a matter of he's going to take his bumps and bruises, right? My thing is what is uh, Urban Meyer going to do to keep him protected and keep his, keep his mind and spirits up? Because he's going to have a huge learning curve. It's going to happen. It doesn't matter who the hell you are at quarterback. Oh. You're going to get your ass beat. Trust me, Urban Meyer's got connections with many lawyers. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, you, you I, mean I, protect I, him on the field. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, but I have a I have a question for you for you, Dorian. When has Urban Meyer ever coached? a traditional drop back quarterback. He hasn't. Yeah. So you think he's going to be able to change his way now, or you think he's going to run uh, Lawrence out there, you know, using read options and getting his ass torn up. Question B, how many Super Bowls has the spread offense won so far? Well, I, I would I'm, say that I, I'm not talking about the bastardized NFL spread. I'm talking about the Tebow spread. So a, a read option spread hasn't won any, but I think a, the spread option, New England's been running the spread option 
for you know, 15 years now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, there's a spread and there's spread option. There's so there's little things. There's things. But but the the zone read that Vince Young and Lamar Jackson ran has not won a Super Bowl. You could say that that uh, Russell Wilson ran a form of that when they won, but they would run it every so often. And they that's had a the few point. plays sprinkled in. They had like seasoning. It was not their basis. And and their... that's the point. Is like you yeah. you can you can make a good stew with some good seasoning. You know, put some red pepper flakes in there. Put some chili sauce in there. But if you start just dousing your stew with like a whole entire bottle of hot sauce, Garbage. it's not going to not say it tastes good at all. Garbage. And I think that's what the Baltimore offense is. It's it's the it's a stew with just like a whole bottle of hot sauce. You know, it's it's good in doses, but you you pick it and you pick it off the burner, and it's going to be just terrible. All I can hear is hot sauce. It sounds so good. <laughs> hey, I'm thinking about the wings that Oregon's going to give us in the NFL season. Yes. What do you owe us? You owe us for something. We'll see. We'll, what do you owe we'll us for? See. What do you owe us for? We'll oh, see. that's right. You think the <laughs> you think the Jaguars have a better record than the Cowboys? Ha! <laughs> we'll that could go out again. That shit won't happen. <laughs> shit, shit. If that goes out, you guys. Fuck, you know Fuck that you. they'll call in Josh McCown. <laughs> okay, and we'll see how far that goes. I mean, you got you got fat ass Zeke back there. I mean, let's hope, let's pray that he's in shape. Hey, they, they've got Zeke <laughs> with pot being legal in the NFL now. Look, hey, uh, I know how many times I gotta check myself at the refrigerator door. You aren't hungry, you're just in here, you're just in here. <laughs> I know what Zeke's going through. <laughs> They're definitely going to have to give him a babysitter, man. No, Zeke. You can't. I don't care if it's a doobie. No, no. Give me the gummies. I need the gummies, Zeke. <laughs> give me and it's gummies. not. <laughs> and it's not like Zeke is known to be a team player anyways. <laughs> I haven't heard anything about him not being a team player. He's just you little... don't, No, 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 no. Oh. When he was at Ohio State, he threw Urban Meyer under the bus when they lost oh. to Michigan State. Oh, I don't, I don't care about Ohio State, what happened there. I just... <laughs> Yeah, he Jerry's got him under control now. He's got him under control where he's beating women. When does he beat a woman? Wasn't didn't he get suspended like six games for beating somebody? Uh, no, that lady was bullshit, and Zeke came up with proof against her and everything. I'm he was positive that that was proven false. Yeah, yeah, he didn't get he didn't get in trouble for that. He, one. he, he got trouble for, that. for the whole beats thing. What, what did he get suspended for six games for? That's the whole Mardi Gras thing, right? Where the woman was she lifted up her shirt and he like grabbed her breast or something. Know. It was something like that. No. Are we really doing that? Like, I mean, just, just look, a woman can bear her breasts and they're like up for everybody's grabbing. <laughs> like, if she wants to pull them out, let her pull them out. You know what I mean, you get to touch them. Right. He did that though? Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, look it up. Let's look. Zeke. I'm looking at it. Oh, he got suspended for uh, he got suspended for domestic violence. I told you. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, but Dorian's putting out here like he's walking around grabbing titties. He did something he did. like that effect too. Okay, what's up? Zeke Elliott grabs. Zeke Ezekiel Elliott filmed pulling down women's shirt at St. Patrick's Day parade. Yeah, that's what he's suspended for, though. I don't think he got in trouble for that. He, he may not got in trouble for that, but you know, he he's taken advice from the greatest you now role model that the Cowboys can have, Michael Irvin. Oh, Mike <laughs> just Mike could just tell him, man, just do another line yeah <laughs> man 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 leave that grabbing 
women's breasts and shit alone, man. It just gets you alive, man. And cocaine. Cocaine never lets you down. Cocaine comes through in the clutch. <laughs> Are they called the Cocaine Cowboys for a reason? That's a great so, movie, by the way. Adam, if you've never seen Cocaine Cowboys, it's a great movie. Back in 2017, Zeke was suspended for the second time. Um, do, 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 you know, Six-game suspension we put through the timeline of events. He was investigated for domestic violence allegations raised by his former girlfriend in Columbus, because stay classy. Um, and yeah, because he was suspended six games for domestic violence. So yeah, he may, he may not be the, the greatest team player, but he's also not the greatest person. So again, keeping him off the weed and keeping he's him out Ohio of jail. State and he's well, yeah. Guy. He's probably like 50% CT right now. And not only is he from Ohio State, he's from Urban Meyer, who has a great track record of keeping his players out of jail. Blowing criminals. <laughs> Lord God, and the thing is, he won't be able to do that in the NFL because they have all types of private investigators. <laughs> Bullshit. Ask Jerry. You just got to know what Jerry goes through every year. You know what I mean? You, you see how many Cowboys get in trouble. Imagine how many don't. It's like, a, it's like an iceberg. You just see the tip. Everything else is underwater. Yes, I, I, I will. I will say this: that Urban Meyer and not, neither of the Cowboys have ever had a coach fired because he was caught naked at a drive-thru. <laughs> Who's that? Some uh, coach for the Lions a couple of years ago. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Just rolled up in like a McDonald's drive through completely naked, ordered a Big Mac. Can I get <laughs> can I get some vanilla ice? Can I get some vanilla ice cream for these nuts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can I get your shake, please? Um yeah, yeah. Y'all want your shake. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Hey, I, I I am just waiting for Urban Meyer to give up like Kevin Love gave up the other night. That was absolutely <laughs> horrible. I mean, you can think that, but you can't do that. No. You can think, you can think oh fuck it, but you can't <laughs> flip a basketball to another player. <laughs> Man, are they trying to get him out of there? He basically shooed the basketball away like an annoying <laughs> child. Like, go, go away, Johnny. Get. <laughs> so, what the hell was that? As far as I know, I think I believe they suspended him to, to they're work trying to move some, on from him. Yeah, they're yeah. he's done. He's done in Cleveland. Yep. I watched that video three times. Just eat some boot, he just bats it away. Like, nope, don't want it. Don't want yep. it. Now <laughs> and, you know, and they did him wrong, hmm. uh, Kyrie and, and LeBron. Uh, I will say that, but you've got to be more professional on that at whatever job you have, whether you're you're you know lifting boxes or playing basketball, you've gotta have a you gotta be professional at all times. Come work with me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn man. Well, BJ, there's a difference between being unprofessional with your language amongst your your coworkers and just dropping a couch from from a third story window, which is essentially what Kevin Love did. True. Damn. Yeah, we don't we don't, we don't yeah, do that. yeah. There there there's a difference. Yeah. Damn, it was a really bad look. Like it's gonna be I mean, that body language says either put me on a contender or I'm not doing it anymore. And that's just not mm -hmm. gonna get you paid consistently. No, no. So tell them this what what team could you see Kevin Love going to and and making a sudden impact, a playoff team? Okay, from a storyline, because I we do a sports podcast and need something to talk about, I would love for him to go to the Lakers. Take him back go back to the Timberwolves. He can help them out. I, I want to see him back really? on a team with LeBron. Because th that would just be fun. Uh, uh, going on a team with LeBron is what ruined Kevin Love's career. Exactly. Gives us something to talk into, about. He turned him into a spot-up shooter. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's no fun. It's not fun to watch. And it's kind of sad. Yeah. You're talking of a guy that was, for him to go 2020, it was nothing to even like, yeah. think, like he was doing it consistently. But he was also 2020 on a bad team and somebody had to score and somebody had to get rebounds. Now, yes, yeah. Le LeBron broke him because he basically said, no, we don't we do not do that here. Yeah, but, but that's, that's like discrediting Jordan averaging 30-something points a night because he was on the 
the cocaine uh, train of the Bulls. Well, when before Pippen got there, he, Jordan was the only scoring option. Right, but we don't discredit him for having a shitty team around him, but you can't really do that with Kevin Love either. Like, he was a shitty team, but he was still doing the heavy lifting in the NBA every night. Yeah. And then Jeez. LeBron and LeBron fucking neutered him. Yeah. Um, honestly, like, I can see Kevin Love playing with, like, uh, like a Denver or a Utah. Like, Kevin Denver, Love. Utah. Yeah. Kevin Love on, like, Denver, I see them helping them out tremendously, especially, um, I don't see him starting, but I, you know, coming off the bench, I, I can see him giving them some quality minutes, hit some key three-pointers, especially that uh, their point guard is out. Uh, I feel like you picked the, the two widest locations in your head to send him. <laughs> okay. like, let me send him out here with the crackers. <laughs> I, I have a question about Utah. So if I'm rich and I'm going to buy ownership of a team, okay, wherever that team is, mm-hmm. why would I buy ownership of a team in a state where they don't recognize my child as the gender that my child wants to be? What the um, hell is Dwayne Wade doing? They pay money too. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'll tell you what, he's gonna have Mormons paying to see the team of an owner whose son is transgender or daughter is transgender. So that would be kind of funny, I think, if I was Dwayne Wade, like I'm gonna go buy my daughter clothes with this money. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I, I saw that. I'm like, that's just really odd. Now, and I had heard that um, the Miami Heat owner had offered Wade a stake in the Heat a couple years ago, and he turned them down. Why? That's Miami. Yeah. I, that that's what has really just confused me. Maybe he knew there's the less chance of him getting divorced if he lit if he worked out of Utah than there was if he worked out of South Beach. This is true. This is- Maybe that's a theory. But, I mean, as far as I know, he and Gabriel Union are, are pretty tight. Oh, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. I'm, being, I'm trying to – I don't know why you'd pick Utah over Miami unless you have a thing for, like, Mormons. Well, uh, no, well, well, I thought about Miami and, like, they are, like, heavily defensive-oriented. Kevin Love is um, – I don't know if he'll fit that scheme defensively. Uh, I mean, he could. I mean, he'll come off the bench. He'll be a scoring option. So, he – Well, they, they, they already have a, a spot out three-point shooter and Duncan Robinson. Yeah, but in the playoffs, you can always use another three-point shooter. So I'm thinking of those I'm, I'm thinking of those games against Yeah, like, but a, a, you're talking about a spot-up guy that can't guard the best at his position. Right. Because he would have to end up let, let's say if he were to go up against a Philly, right? So who is he going to guard? He can't guard a B. He can't guard Ben Simmons. What? What? Who? Uh, who do they have? Who? What guard? Like Tobias like, Harris is another forward. I'm yeah. trying to think of another forward that plays for them right now. Yeah, Dwight. Tobias, he can't yeah. guard Dwight. Dwight a beast on him right now. Exactly. And Tobias Harris can put the ball on the floor and, and get to the rack and get fouled get to the free throw line so it's you know he's defensive liability um that, uh, uh, yeah so I don't, I don't see him with the heat he has to be with a team that has enough well you know what did it again uh, yeah it's kind of tough it, tell you what tough. those those defensive teams they will eventually start to resent the guy that doesn't play defense yeah that is true and, and it's it might not happen too. this year it might not happen. yeah it, it's gonna happen it's like all right yeah you can hit shots and all but i'm sick of getting dunked on because you let your guy get by you all right Play the old lady defense. It's yeah. one thing for Gobert to completely miss um, D'Angelo Russell one time. Yes, it's for the game-winning shot. But, you know, Gobert is always there on defense. If you're consistently just letting people go by you, like Otto Porter Jr. just lets the guy run across the court. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, it's over. You think a guy like Jimmy Butler can coexist with a guy like Kevin Love after a no. night like last night? 
No, nah, he would be all in his. Nah, Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Jimmy Butler fucking told the whole Minnesota Timberwolves organization, "You can't do this without me." Right, and like, he and he was right, and he was right. So <laughs> like, if you're not going to practice, and he he basically said it was they weren't willing to practice at the level he was willing to practice, and they didn't want to play the way he played. Like that's a common th- theme with great players: either do what we need to do or leave me alone. So, BJ, I wanted to get your thoughts on a on a quote that I read today from you know, our, our boy Dwight Howard. <laughs> <laughs> so the quote is Sixers veteran Dwight Howard believes in NBA officials are targeting him. I want to win. I came from old school basketball. So I like to trash talk. I like to hit people. I like to push people's hands down. It's not like I'm doing, doing it to be malicious, but it's just how we play ball, ball here in Philly. Uh, you don't know how they played ball here in Philly. You just got there. Uh, <laughs> Two, uh, those are fouls when you push people's hands down. Right. We have rules about those. There's a book that you might have been handed when you got in the league with like uh, all these rules and shit. You could have looked it up, but don't worry about it. Who should I tell me? I got to look shit up and read. I got to do all that. I'm yeah. the White Howard. Just remember, it was the African American gentleman that said he was illiterate, not either one of us. <laughs> I didn't say that. So let's, so let's make, you, you just did. You just, you just insinuated he's illiterate. You, you just, you just implied that Dwight Howard was Jamarcus no, Russell. What it was, what it, both of y'all trying to get your ass kicked. See, what it, what it was is Dorian said it, and then he thought about how wide Dwight Howard was, and he's like, I didn't say it. And he tried to, he tried to Jedi mind trick us, like Eddie Murphy. Is talking about and it didn't work this shit is recording we can go that back and like, we can go back and put we can go back and put this on loop on dwight howard's twitter page it's all recorded <laughs> the thing about it is what i'm saying is that he didn't take the time to properly read that, that that's something he's like he's illiterate that means that he's just lazy didn't read. again you just compared him wow. to jamarcus russell wow <laughs> if you backpedaled anymore you might actually be able to play cornerback <laughs> <laughs> screw you man Golly. do you come with rearview mirrors when you run like that backwards? <laughs> Fuck you. You be the same boy. I beat it. He came up your ass. It was what you motherfucker said I can't read. Oh, his name BJ. His name was William Thomas. Look, we, they can come on here and they, they can come on here. They can call me up or text me and we can talk shit. They want to start getting physical? Hit me. <laughs> Try to get hit, me. hit me. It's, it's not like he's talking trash to Aaron Donald. I mean, it's, it's Dwight Howard. Right. Well, I mean, you can't even disparage Aaron, Aaron Donald like that anymore, though. We can't even talk about him like that. We don't need, he might not even be a violent human being. No, he, he's just a big, massive human being. Just a big, massive right. human being. No, we can say Indomitian Sue because he's, he, he's just unstable. wacky. Yes. Yeah. And if he doesn't know he's unstable, well, screw him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's hey, we all read Catch Twenty Two in high school. If you if you say that you're mentally unstable, then you can't be mentally unstable because you you, you admit know, that you you're can't... mentally unstable. Yeah, exactly. You can't be insane if you admit it, right? Yep. You just a little off, and that's yep. how you avoid the straitjacket, folks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and, and Dorian's trying to compare you know, Dwight Howard to Jamarcus Russell, who was given a playbook with a hundred dollar bill and didn't read it to find the hundred dollar bill in it. Could you imagine <laughs> being that coach that pulled that off? He'd be like, "Fucking told you, fucking told you, told you." <laughs> He's <laughs> dumber than a box of rocks. <laughs> I wonder what type of plays Jamarcus was calling, though, man. <laughs> what was he calling? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, run by that safety. Run by that safety, dude. I'll throw it. Hey, but he could really spin it. Mm. Ball, just, <laughs> ball just jumped off his hand. <laughs> he has he has arm talent. Sister's got neck talent. <laughs> that was William. That was BJ on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
There's, there's no HR here, folks. It's Adam, and he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> nope. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, hey, y'all know so I added that when I do stupid shit, but not when you guys do it. No, why would you do that? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, there's only been a couple things that I've thought about till Friday before. Like, oh, why'd I say that, you asshole? <laughs> so I, I, I thought this was interesting. So the, the Knicks just had their winning streak broken. Uh, I think it was last night. Sad. They've been my uh, fun team to watch on the side this year. And they're they're super fun to watch. And and hell, they they gave Phoenix a game. Yeah. I think that was the longest winning streak since um, Carmelo was there. And the Wizards had had their winning streak you know, broken. That was their longest winning streak since Jordan played with them. Damn. Congrats, Russ and Bradley Beal and crew. Yes. I'm sick of people talking about Russ Padden's stats. It's like years ago, everybody was amazed by a triple double and now they're like you son of a bitch you get triple doubles like, I, don't, I don't get the, i don't know what the world's going on anymore the guy's a, a absolute machine on the basketball court there's yeah. hundreds hundreds of guys that would line up to play with him any day of the week like mm-hmm. i just don't understand it i mean there's probably a couple power forwards that are pissed off that they he jacks all his rebounds jump higher that's well, what you gotta do here's a scenario for you Okay, so as of right now, they're in the play-in tournament. Ooh, okay, like so that. could could you imagine if Washington is, makes the play-in tournament? You know, they would play the nine seed, which is Indiana. They'll probably beat Indiana, and then then they'll probably play probably Charlotte to get into the, into the playoffs. Let's say they get into the playoffs, and it, first round is Brooklyn versus Russ and Bradley Beal. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Wouldn't be good for uh, the uh, Washington, but it'd be fun. The stories would be fun. I mean, it, just watching Russ go against uh, KD, a, a pissed-off Russ, who you know everyone. Kind of gave up when he went yeah. to Washington. He might do a, tw- a triple twenty. He might go twenty, twenty, and twenty, <laughs> just because he can. Yes, yeah. I like Russ. I really do. I-, I hate the rap he gets. I don't understand it actually. Like honestly, Dorian, if you had him on your high school team, yeah. like you just do whatever you can to assist him, right? That's it. Be open, be ready, rebound, pass the ball. That's all. You just assist Russ. Russ That's is going to take care of this. Exactly. I don't understand it. I it's not. It's not like he's got a problem passing the ball. He obviously doesn't. <laughs> He's just not that good of an outside shooter. Okay. And it hurts in this game. Yeah, but does it really? I mean, he's got the athleticism to drive, to set up the outside shooters. You know, he doesn't have to do everything. Okay, so he can't shoot it like Curry. Okay. Yeah, but he's like, I bet you he's under under 35% from the three-point line. Pull it up right now. I'm, I'm sure you're right. And, but that's not good. 40 is usually the green light. So... Yeah, th- this year Russ is shooting thirty-one percent from threes. Thirty-one percent is not the green light. You don't get to shoot it. You got to be wide open in the corner by yourself. Okay, like, well he he's the primary ball handler. He's not going to be wide open in the corner. So who cares? Uh, yeah, but pull up three is part of the game right now from the guards. It's part of the game. And if you got one guy on the other end doing it, you're trading two for one right now, yeah. or two two for three. And that's not a, that's not how you win football, basketball games. Now I'm not saying it's a deciding factor. I'm not saying it stopped me from drafting the guy. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it hurts. Him. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Like I'm drafting Russ. If he's if, if I have the ability to draft him, hands down drafting him and finding the best way to use the guy. Cause I don't know if I've ever seen anybody with that motor. Derek Rose would accelerate like that, but like for a third of the court or half of the court. Russ Love. gets the ball and is full speed until the ball is in the bucket on the other end. It's crazy to me. And I don't yeah. think I, I've ever seen anybody that would go full speed 
for this long. Yeah, I mean, we're eight years in now. Well, mm-hmm. not not even the length of his career. I think it's even longer than that. Yeah. I mean, just the entire game. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I've like, never seen him take a play off. It's how he plays, and then yeah. all, and all he gets is flack for it. I hate it. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. He's one of my favorite players in the league, just based on that alone. Based on the fact that he goes out there and bleeds for his team every night, and then people are like, "Oh, well, you don't do this, or you do do this," and and that that's the problem with the NBA and really sports in general is if the media doesn't like you for whatever reason, or if you're just an ass to the media, Barry Bonds, for example, then they will create a narrative where you're just not as good as you really are. Whereas the, if the media likes you, I know I hate th- that shit. They will talk you up and nothing you do is, is ever wrong. Well, that's mm-hmm. life. That's life. If you aren't willing yeah. to kiss a bunch of asses, then you're going to have a struggle. Yeah, my, my grandfather had a saying is be wary of the toes that you step on on your way to the top because they're connected to the ass you have to kiss on your way back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think Russ is stepping on toes, though. I, you know, the media doesn't really make you want to talk to it. Like, um, who is it that said a couple of years ago? It was like, I don't know, whatever y'all want to say, you're just going to twist it and make it whatever you want anyways. I can't mm-hmm. remember who that was. It was an athlete, and he said that, and that warmed my heart when he said that because <laughs> that's all you do anyways. You're just you're going to put some kind of spin on it to sell your little rag. Well, and, and I think it was Derek Rose that flat out said that he didn't want to get back quickly to the to to the game because he was worried about what's going to happen afterwards. He didn't want to blow out his knees and not be able to walk with his kids. And the no. media strung him up for it. I'm like, he's right. Yeah. You know, he's uh, got enough money to retire now. <laughs> Let him rehab. The dude wants to be able to to walk and run with his kids and grandkids. Yeah. That's a good goal. Well, that's what sucks. It's like, I don't know if this is a human condition or what, but like everybody wants stuff from themselves, but doesn't care if anybody else has it. And that's, the weirdest, to America. that's the weirdest shit to me. Like, you, so you don't want Derek to be able to raise his kids the way he wants, but you want to be able to raise the kids the way you want. You just want Derek to give you whatever you, you need from him. Welcome to America selfish, in 2020. Just a bunch of selfish fucks. Yes. <laughs> and the sky is blue and water is wet. Yeah, I know, but it doesn't have to be the norm. It just is, and it's ridiculous. I agree. You got to start calling people out on their bullshit. Shit. That's what it is. We. That's why I always hated that phrase. Don't ever talk about religion and politics. You know that was like a ploy, right? So now we've we've never been able to properly talk to each other about religion and politics. So we've not been able to have a good, healthy discussion about it. There's been no practice, and that's exactly what the powers that be wanted. Well, you you do know why um, companies don't let you talk about how much money you make, right? Amongst other employees. You do know the purpose behind that, right? Why is that? Well, if you know how much I make, then you won't be mad at me because it's like, okay, well, Adam makes that much money. You'll be mad at your boss for not having you make as much money as me. Yeah, because either you'll know your value or feel you're undervalued, period, right? Yep. Trust me, we got a little bit of that going on at work right now. And that's the way businesses run. If they can just keep you smart enough to push the buttons on the machine as George Carlin once said, then they don't care. Oh, man. I'll tell you, I play George Carlin whenever I get a chance around the guys at work just to let him know. I was like, he knew. He tried to tell us 15 years ago. Nobody listened. Yeah. I'll tell you, you ever get a chance to sit down? I can't remember the name of the special. There's two, not his last one, the two before it were absolutely excellent. They were more relevant now than they've ever been at any point in history. And it's just tough to, you know, George Carlin would be making a killing now or they would kill him by now. One or the other. Yeah. Yeah, they, they may spiked his cocaine so hey whatever Whew. i like the energy though i like the energy george oh he does a skit where he talks about people who shouldn't be allowed to live mm. Mm. he talks about here's another group of people who should be drug out of the street and beaten with spiked baseball bats i was like thank you george i felt that from my heart the problem is is i play these george carlin for my friends and there's 
some part of the George Carlin that touches that person directly and is venomous. It's just venomous. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't remember this part. I'm sorry that your son's name is that and he's making fun of it. I'm sorry. Well, and, I, and I go back to what you said. We can't have conversations anymore no. because everything is self-centered and about me. Right. Who cares about anyone else? It's all about what can I get? What can you do for me? Not what can we do for society as a whole? And then when you bring that to their attention they look at you like you're fucking crazy because they've been brainwashed and they can't wrap their head around like you're not living a christ-like life you're not living the life you were told to live as a child you you picked this up along the way somewhere and now you're so confused you can't even communicate with the people that are living the way you were brought up it's so weird I, I saw this when I was in college is if you start attacking someone's foundational values, whether those, those foundational values are right, wrong, and different, it doesn't matter. You start putting cracks in their foundation, the whole house starts to crumble. And when you do that, people just lose control because they don't know what to do. What, one of our mutual friends, Adam, told me last year or so, she said, uh, she goes, you know why people have a hard time with you? And I was like, what? She goes, you pull them out of their delusion. Yeah. I said, thank you. Thank you very much. That's one of the nicest <laughs> things anybody's ever said to me. Pull them right out of their delusion. I'll snatch you out right by your nose hairs. So, and, and that, that goes back to sports too. People get so involved in their teams and what's going on and the narratives that the media creates that they don't understand kind of how things work. And we saw it just an hour or so ago when we went through the draft. Okay. We, we draft picks on what we thought the teams needed and, and who, who would be a best fit instead of going with the narrative of, well, this team's got to draft a quarterback because gosh darn it. They need yeah. a quarterback. They've got to draft, they've got to draft Mac Jones because we've talked him up for the past month and a half and pe- people hear you know, stupid shit and they just regurgitate constantly without any type of critical thought as to what they're hearing so because i had a i had a uh, quote earlier that someone sent me that they they were just kind of just regurgitating shit that they saw it was okay so talking you know detroit draft board uh, people saying that detroit shouldn't draft Pitts if, if he's available he's a really good pass catcher and he would be really better at, at wide receiver not tight end who gives a shit <laughs> he's a generational tight end talent if he's available you pick him when you find a guy like that that's uh, a freak of nature you just draft him and figure it out yeah mm-hmm. and if you can't your franchise is broken right yeah. broken you start over reset i mean P- Pitts is gronk with about 15 20 percent more talent and 15 percent more commitment and he weighs less but that's going to be a problem with the blocking his build but uh you know blocking can be taught you know what i mean because you don't have to hold your block for more than a couple seconds right. you just you got to let your person get by and then you can move on about your business so and and as a tight end you know you're you're blocking an edge rusher and they're, they're not expecting you to hold to hold no. off chase, you know chase young they're expecting you to chip him to give your yeah. your right tackle or your left exactly. tackle some assistance that's all you're supposed to be doing on, on when you're just yeah. push them push them away from your tackle or push them towards your tackle so your tackle can, can get some assistance that's all you're supposed to be doing just, just get a shoulder in there just get a yeah. little get a little shoulder in there like you said delay him for a half a second to a that's second it. to give to give your quarterback just that extra second 
I think it's the want to do it most of the times. Oh, I, I guarantee it's, it's the, the mindset. Want. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I always had this thing about like being a smaller guy and messing up the bigger guys. So I think if, if I would have had to build to have played football, that I might have carried that mentality where, yeah, I'm going to go in there and pop, give him a shot one time. I'm going to give him a shoulder, just throw him <laughs> off balance a little bit. But uh, yeah, I think you got to have that mentality where it's like, you well, know, yeah, what? screw that guy. Th- this year, watch college football, specifically watch the, the college football running backs and watch how many of them actually pick up a pass blocking very few actually do and it, it, again it's back to do you want to do this or not that's that's one of the things when i bristled a little bit about the team player thing with zeke is like i've seen zeke hit linebackers like face mask to face mask and just obliterate him for deck so i've seen it i've seen it go the other way too but yeah zeke is you know going back to to earlier he's a front runner when things are going well he will be there to to, to do whatever you need him to do when they don't and you feel as if he's neglected again i go back to the michigan state game where he got pissed because he didn't get the ball enough. He, you know, ragged on Urban Meyer for not giving him the ball enough. And I'm like, Zeke, you were averaging two yards a carry and it wasn't working. I'm not going to keep doing this. You know why the Zeke thing doesn't like scare me too much? Because he's on your team and you're always Tony Pollard back there. You're just jealous because you don't have a tribe. (laughs) You're just jealous because your chief is an absolute moron. That's what it is. Call me tribal. I got something to be loyal to. <laughs> you guys got nothing to be loyal to. <laughs> Time for the meltdown, bitch. It's 10 till. <laughs> hey, I, I will say this, you know, with, with myself and with Dorian, if our teams are ever actually good and you know, make it to the playoffs and, and even you'd, hopefully win a Super Bowl. You'd be like me. Yeah. yeah. But it, we, we don't jump from team to team to team like a lot of players no. do. I'm about to with basketball though. I'm, I'm at, <laughs> the magic have broke my heart for the last time. If they don't use this if they don't use this last cleaning house thing properly, they're dead to me. And I'll have to pick a new team. I hope to bring the Sonics back. Well see, and here's my problem. I, I keep hearing I haven't done the evaluation myself because I don't have time. That it's a five to six player draft. Okay, cool. The Magic are guaranteed to have at least the number four pick. If they fuck this up, then they should be relegated to to the G League. When? When? I like relegation. We need to push for this idea. No, but how... I mean, how, how else do you hold the franchise accountable they're going to make money every year anyways yeah you want, you want to hold them accountable you tell them to go sit at the kids table and you know if you've had four horrible seasons in a row you go play over in lakeland <laughs> if, you yeah. shoot, if you shoot two for 23 from the three-point line yeah. you go to yeah. lakeland you you can go play in the public arena just just go away shit I'm, i know they need a couple teams at the y i'm betting on it <laughs> so you notice dorian's all quiet with this conversation talking about winners <laughs> <laughs> and he's in Duval. That's against the religion up there. Hey, I mean, you have to admit, Dorian, my my shit talking's improved much in twenty years. Like it's top notch shit. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've I've known you since forever, so it's it, it's pretty much the same. <laughs> you talk the same. Well, that shit makes me feel good. That makes me feel like I was ahead of the head of the curve back in the day. I like that. <laughs> Fucking innovator. <laughs> Innovative shit talking. One on one. Oh man. Well, it's not like I was going to outscore anybody. I had to do something. <laughs> well, and, and that brings me back to that Dwight Howard quote from earlier. Dwight Howard said that he likes trash talking, and I'm like, dude, Dwight, nah, no, you're one of those sensitive KD <laughs> motherfuckers. You don't like trash talking. That shit hurts your soul. It hurts your soul. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I bet mm-hmm. you bring up something about a transgender on Dw- Dwight right now. He'll go shaking, shaking, <laughs> shaking. He won't even know him stuttering and everything. <laughs> Can't say shit. <laughs> now, you might get punched in the face. You might get punched in the face, but he won't say shit. And I think that's going to be the thing about these playoffs is when the when the series goes on, you know, with Brooklyn, with Philly, these guys that are, how do I say this nicely, nutcases, oh. <laughs> you know, and they get easily rattled because Kyrie can can be easily rattled. You just start talking COVID and he'll run away from you. And <laughs> K, KD, you mentioned something on, on Twitter right before the game and he'll be thrown off. Has Kyrie always been Muslim or is this a new development? No, I don't think he's, I don't think he's always been Muslim. I think. So this is a recent thing? Uh, I guess. Because I would bring you a ham sandwich and test your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how Muslim are you, bro? Check this bacon out. You smell that? Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> Good bacon. Here's a BLT for you. <laughs> yeah, the, the um, thing the thing with Kyrie is, you know, BJ, you called it early. He just kind of disappeared a couple times this season. Yeah, for for personal reasons. And yeah, like days, days, yeah. days and days. I mean, we're not talking Dennis Rodman disappearing to Vegas because he needed some personal time. I feel <laughs> like I re- I recall three times where he's left for personal family reasons or personal reasons. Yeah. So and, and again, you know, if something's with his family, he should be with his family. But if I disappeared three times in one year at, at my job, say, hey, I got something with my family, they're going to sit me down, going, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah, but yeah. that's like that's like explaining pain to somebody. Like if they can't see it, it's not happening. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe just have like a COVID mask and just run around with it and say, "Hey, Kyrie, I got something for you," and or that, that guy, or a globe. That three. guy, that guy's weird. <laughs> that guy's weird. You know what's nice is he's not on my team. This is true. <laughs> Although, yeah. would you take him on the Magic right now? All things considered, would you take him on the Magic? No, we'd just be wasting a section of his career. We're in full rebuild mode. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. no, I don't think that. I don't want to do that to him. I don't not like him. Yeah. So, so true story. I I, I fired up NBA Two K One. Or 2K21 a couple of days ago, just mm-hmm. do something on the PlayStation. And I had the magic, and I was like, who the hell made this roster? <laughs> a bunch of G League oh. players. Oh, you, you <laughs> used the updated roster of Dwayne Bacon and all of them. Yeah. yeah. I played this thing on my, uh, my, my player. It's this thing where you can actually play the game that's on the schedule, but you have to use the roster. So I've been playing with Aaron Gordon and Vooch in my career. Like everything's good. You got Markel Fultz coming off the bench. Everything's good. I go to play this game. All of a sudden, I got Dwayne Bacon and shit. I'm like, oh, I put up 30 shots that game trying to win that game. <laughs> I was like, Kobe. Yeah, Dwayne Bacon, Mike and Carl Williams. And look, if I drive to the basket, the defense collapse on me, I kick it out to you to the corner and you miss three straight, I'm shooting 30 shots. <laughs> I agree with Kobe in that. I'm going to give yeah. you your chances, but after a while, I'm not waiting for you anymore. Splat, splat, splat. <laughs> There's only, only so many times you can screw up, and it's just like, you know what? You can sit down. You're done. Move. Yes. Yeah. Two for 23, Orlando Magic. <laughs> oh, man. So, gentlemen, I think we're about done for the night. Yes. Yes. We did right. our mock draft. We did one of our gimmicks, but it's one of our favorite gimmicks. <laughs> so you're going to deal with this gimmick. We, However, don't, we don't do many gimmicks. So just give no, us try, this one. Try to avoid the gimmicks. This is our gimmick yeah. because uh, I think there's a couple of picks that might surprise some people on here. And there's a yeah. couple of picks are going to be like, that was a fucking reach. Yeah. And, and again, I'm going to I'm going to keep it for posterity and, and, and look at the end of the year and just not so much where these picks went, because I'm sure the picks will be off from what oh, the yeah. teams choose. But 
where these how successful are these players where they are where where they end up and why are they successful and why not and i think we should do i think we should print out mel kuyper's and uh, todd mcshay's last mock draft and compare it to what actually happened since they get paid for this shit well and i had somebody tell me i was talking to somebody about this and they were going off and like well kuyper doesn't know much and that's true kuyper doesn't really evaluate talent anymore All, all kuyper does is report himself. well that too. <laughs> he he reports what teams tell him they're going to do. He reads through the crap. And and for the most part, as a draft analyst, Kuiper is normally right about where the what the teams pick. Doesn't mean he's right about the talent. He's right about what the teams pick. And those are two different things and you get what you measure. Let me ask you this. Um you ever had that guy at your job where you're like, how the hell is he still here? Yes. That's Mel mm-hmm. Kuiper. That's Mel Kuiper. Everybody knows like, how the hell is he still here? But, but I'm talking go, about, but I go back, go back to my point. You're right. Print out their mock drafts compared we're to doing it. We're doing it. We don't even make a ton of money. To what actually happened. Yep. I, I would say know. that Kuiper's probably, probably 50% accurate. If not more. I can't okay? remember the last that's, time Kuiper that's got what a cowboy he, pick, right? <laughs> oh. Again, he doesn't get paid to evaluate talent. He gets paid to tell people where players are going to be picked. I don't like that. I don't, but that, that's if I were job. A, if I were a GM, I would try to mess him up every year. Oh, you mean like saying that Mac Jones is going to be great and <laughs> all that every every bit of it, every bit of it. Oh yeah, I love Mac Jones at three. I'm picking him for sure. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine. Matter of fact, we were going to trade up to two and try to get him to make sure he's still there. Um, uh, I, uh, and then I'd sit home with popcorn and watch ESPN going. Oh man. The puppets, they dance. Oh yeah. That just everyone be be wary of of McShay of Todd 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 and Kuiper's picks. Again, yep. they they get paid to tell you what other people are going to pick, not so much will these guys be good in the NFL. Remember what George Carlin said about Todd's. I'm not going to tell you. Look it up yourself. Everyone should go home and watch at least one segment off YouTube from uh, Carlin. And if you want, you can rent them for like three bucks for the whole movie. You get it for 48 hours. Watch them on a long ride the other day. Make your day. I I think everyone needs to listen to Carlin. Everyone needs to listen to Pryor. And everyone needs needs to listen to Rock and call it a day. Um, the fact that you left raw and delirious out is, is the perfect time to edit the show before they hear what I want to say to you. Can we go now, please? Yes. Can we go now, please? Thank you. Good night, everybody. That's it for Sandlot Sports this week. We can't talk to Adam for seven days. <laughs> Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 2020.